Hey, Rage. How's it going, dude? All right. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them? Yeah, it's going to be the best. I'm so stoked. Hey, girl. You want a beer? All right. Aw, oh, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey. Um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Welcome to We Are Weezer, episode 14, listener's choice, you guys chose Hashpipe. Uh, <coughs> I got my hash pie. How's it going, Rick? Um, this song, huh? You guys chose this song. Out of, okay, so, oh, I wrote it down, but maybe I don't have it. Um, Beverly Hills was a choice. Hash pipe was a choice. Uh... What's the other one with Brian singing? Why can't I remember? Thought I knew. Which Thought thank I knew. you guys for not choosing that. It only got one vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's probably only got one listen. <laughs> That's not very nice. Um, and Hashpipe like pretty much won by four votes, so it was a it's a thing. I mean, Hashpipe is a. a ridiculously important song to the Weezer discography. And when we get into the main show discussion, we'll definitely dig in. Yes. But first things first, Mm -hmm. how's it going, Rach Dog? Oh my God. It has been the awesomest week of my entire life. I can't even explain how awesome my week has been. Um, I got to see Weezer twice for free, basically. In two days. In two days, uh, the first time with you and my husband and Juliet and a bunch of other awesome fan club people at Amoeba in Hollywood, and it was amazing. It was acoustic. It was um, a unique experience, and it was good vibes, and the, it was a good show. What did you think? It was a. I really loved it. Uh, I I have on the show and and privately complained about Weezer's live shows because they're so hit filled and they sound like the hits. Oh, we've heard this, blah 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 blah, and those complaints. And if you're in the fan club at all, you've seen that that debate rage. But this was going to be a stripped down performance, so I was excited for different arrangements of the songs, and they played ten songs, I think, or eight songs, and three of them were from the new album. And it was Brian and Rivers on acoustic guitars, one playing rhythm, one playing the lead. He had electric bass and then uh, Pat on the drums. So it's just different versions of songs we know and love, but uh, they sounded like those awesome B-sides from the Pinkerton era and the Blue Album era, mm-hmm. you know, the live acoustic versions. So they did Happy Hour for vibe. you. I flippin' love me the Happy Hour now. I've had the album for a week, and I find uh, Happy Hour to be one of my favorites. In fact, I would love to cover the song more extensively on a future episode because I think it's 
pretty great I mean, and warrants a I deeper think that discussion. I have to put one of these new songs on as an episode soon because I, I literally don't want to wait. Like I have to get some of it out somehow because they're so good. Yeah. Um, um, but the Amoeba show was really good and very intimate. You, if you've been to Amoeba Records, you know it's a record store, so there's just aisles and aisles of music, and that's where you stand. I was standing in front of the H section and perused the Hot Hot Heat CDs while I waited <laughs> for the show to start. But it was good stuff. It was awesome. Um, what, what was this other show you got to go to? Sorry to jump ahead, but oh, you so got to see Weezer twice. I did not go twice. I actually won a chance via being in the fan club. It was at this place called the Winston House in Venice, and it is a, I don't know if it's a studio, quote unquote, but it's a place to go be creative and listen to music and like young artists, like up and coming artists, like go and it was very cool. It was very Venice-y. It was very intimate. And I'm not joking when I say the people in the front could like touch rivers if they wanted to it was so chill that i i was like what is happening here so we they let us in it it feels like a little apartment it has a a kitchen an upstairs area um like one restroom and it feels like a an apartment or a cool loft there's art um some hoodlum who did the art for um, We're All Furniture, the, it's a hip hop world and we're all furniture. He had like some big prints on the wall. So that was cool. Um, Paul McCartney's guitarist was there. He's friends with Scott, apparently. Um, the Everyone that worked at that place was really cool and friendly and nice. And they're very much about the music. Uh, there was a little like somebody hipster in the hipster orchestra was like the opening band and they did a Weezer song and it was really cool and everyone was singing and then Weezer came on and it was amazing. I was trying not to die because I just felt like I'm never going to get to do this again. And it was so cool how close I was and how neat the performance was. Um, I wouldn't say it was acoustic, but it, it it was a different version of that Amoeba show where it was like very intimate and, and not rocking out, but they didn't need to because you're in the room with them, basically. Um, they did The World Has Turned and Left Me Here, and I like freaked out and and recorded the whole thing um, because I you never hear that song anymore. It's like not one of the hits. It's not one of the singles, and it was... The way that they did it live was very chill and and just really neat to see and hear that song. And it was so, like, I felt so special um, and so cool. I guess people won off of Spotify tickets as well as, like, there were some spots for the fan club. And I'm assuming the rest were people that work there and uh, frequent that place often. Um because they're what was the capacity how many people were there i guess the capacity is 150 but it felt like there was about 100 people if not less there total that'd be crazy that's like that's like a house party show it's that's how big it was it was as big it's probably like 1500 square feet 
No joke. Like That is super cool. I'm so really cool. happy you got to do that. It was so, so cool. I mean, I can't explain how cool it was. And um, I even saw um, the one of the band members for the relationship when I went to go see the relationship play at the bootleg in um, Los Feliz or Silver Lake or somewhere over there, I met his like aunt and his grandfather. They were standing next to me in the crowd and they were super nice people like from TO um, just really like sweet and had like a conversation after the show with them. And I saw them at this concert too. And I wanted to say hi and be a nerd, but I was like, they're not going to remember me. But it was like, it was cool. Cause I was like, I know them. They're so-and-so's family. And, but I don't know if he was there. I, I don't think I saw him, but um, so it's neat. It's like, Oh, Brian was like, Hey, do you guys want to come? We're doing this cool little show. So yeah. It was, it was awesome. Uh, you know, a last note on the subject of these smaller shows. I, I just want to point out again how amazing uh, and accessible Weezer is and how they provide these really awesome experiences for their fans. Weezer get a lot of flack for a lot of different reasons, but I, I don't feel more connected to any other band than I do Weezer. You know, and it's not like I've had you know intimate contact or, or met them firsthand, but... I definitely feel like I'm a part of a special group of fans that get more unique experience than ex- experiences than say like U2 fans. Right. And their personalities came out last night too. And, and Rivers is actually being like endearing and, um, and it was cool. He was charming as hell at Amoeba. Yeah, it was, it was nice. And, um, and it seemed like everyone was tired and they were kind of just like pushing through for us. And I, and I thought that was cool too. So. I mean, they just got off the Europe leg of the tour the day before the Amoeba show. Yeah. And then, uh, well, they, they flew from Europe to New York. They did a podcast with, um, Matt Penfield. And then the next day they were going to be out here and they did Amoeba and then this Venice show. So, Geez, they must be super tired. I don't know how they do that. Yeah. Um. Well, it's been a hell of a Weezer week. New album, yeah. two intimate shows. That was so cool. A uh, big tour announcement happened today. Yes. They're touring with the Pixies next year. Yes. And I just, the main thing I want to say is cool lineup and all, but the ticketing structure and how to buy and when to buy is very confusing and almost has me not wanting to try. I don't know what I'm supposed to do and when I'm supposed to do it, but I know something yep. is happening it's on be Monday, Monday and I don't know what. For a show. I have to, I guess, it, figure it out this weekend. We have to buy tickets for shows that uh, aren't until next August, which feels weird. But also cool because it's like you could just buy it and like pay for it on your pay your credit card bill uh, in the meantime. Right. Yeah. I would love to get the the Carl VIP experience for Chula Vista next year. Um, oh, man, that'd be sweet. I think I have to. I mean, you have to, right? You know, I feel like I have to, but I also have to start paying for daycare, too. I don't so have any money. it is a discussion. I don't have any money. Had. But maybe I could I like sell something. You just something. bought a house. Maybe I could sell some purses. I don't know. I'll have a garage sale, 
Yeah. A Weezer garage I could sell sale. some Star Wars toys. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. My wife would be so happy. She'd be <laughs> like, please sell them all. But but anyway, it's a good time in Weezerville. It's very um, exciting. By the time you guys hear this, the sale will have happened. So you'll be like, I got my ticket. Or you'll be like, I didn't know that anything was happening. So we're sorry. Maybe we should put it up on the site just in case. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And really quick, welcome to the show, Allie and Christina. Um, we have some new members joining the We Are Weezer team. Um, Allie and Christina are going to be our graphic designers slash they will also participate in the show when they want to when they can and they're going to be helping to make it more pleasing to the eye you would say um and i'm really excited we already tickle your ears now we want to tickle your eyes yes i need some help i'm not the best at um making social media posts so because here's the truth about this show it sounds like it's made by like the people who produce Howard Stern. I mean, it's <laughs> of the finest quality, but there's about four and a half people who make it function. And uh, as our aspirations grow, so does our team. Yes. And so big shout out, big welcome to them. Um, everyone will start to see uh, that happening over the next few months as well so i'm really excited yeah happy to have you guys got to talk to them uh over this last weekend got to see their faces and get to know them a little bit and i'm very excited for the expansion yeah it should be cool i think it'll add it'll add some flavor in your ear some flavor in your ear yep speaking of flavor in your ear would you like to know what hash pipe tastes like it tastes like sexy rivers or something <laughs> it tastes like <laughs> i got my hash pop yeah today we are going to dig into weezer's big return i would say that this song was the clarion call for weezer is back and people were like who and then and it then sold a million copies in or something your like face that. is what they said so if you'll give us a minute to uh, to uh, powder our noses, we'll be right back with some song discussion. Yes. It starts with It just goes right into the riff. These players come to give me cause they like my behind. 
something, something down in Santa Monica where tricks are for kids. Oh. The best part is we, we run a Weezer podcast and, and show that we don't know any of the words. <laughs> We're sorry, everybody. Um, but hey, welcome back. We're talking about Hashpipe. Yes. Episode 14, listener's choice, Hashtype. Hashtype? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hash-typo. It's really, really late. Or it's not. It's really not late. I'm just old. And um, you know how, I'm a little like loopy, a cat- I guess you would say. <laughs> I'm a little loopy too. You know how like dogs age in dog years. So uh, like a ten year old dog is actually like four thousand years old. <laughs> when you're into your into your mid thirties, like uh, both of us are, um, eleven thirty is like four in the morning. <laughs> yes, it's like, what are you doing up right now? It's so late. It's like you're a grandma or something. I know. Oh, I know. And my time. body, my old rickety body, is still going to wake me up at five thirty. Oh God! No matter what I do, I got a uh, sweatshirt at Target, and it says like "morning suck" or something. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta get this shirt because uh, that's got me written all over it. I am not a morning person. Because yeah, if I if I didn't already know, I want everyone else to know how much mornings suck. But you know what <laughs> doesn't suck? The song "Hashpipe" nor the Green Album. So, um. Quick stats for you off of the Weezerpedia. Uh, Hashpipe is track number three on Weezer's Green Album, which is their third album. Correct? I'm not like that is correct. I'm not thinking of make believe in the opposite order. I I'm stunned by your lack of dedicated chronological knowledge of the Weezer discography. Well, I'm so not doing I my job. Them, uh, Honestly, sometimes I get them confused because I feel like they're all like mishmash, like green, red, and make-believe. It's like all So one. it went. It went as follows. The Blue Album in 94, Pinkerton in 96, The Green Album in 2001, Maladroit in 2002. What? Make-believe in 2005. Red in 2008. Ratitude in 2009. Hurley in 2010. Wait. And then Everything Will Be Right in the End, White Album and Pacific Daydream. Are you... Just doing this off of your memory? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like it. All right. So uh, Green Album or Hash Pipe was released May 15th, 2001. Format is CD. It was recorded in December of 2000 at Cello Studios in Los Angeles, California. It is three minutes and seven seconds long. Um, Geffen's the label, Rivers wrote it, it's Rivers' song chronology number 488, and it's on something called the Catalog of Riffs number 181, need to look into that. The Catalog of Riffs is like the, uh, the bygone era version of of Rivers' current spreadsheet idea. There was this, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing the past here, but Rivers, way, way back when, everyone thinks it's new behavior, like the spreadsheets and the formulas and stuff, but back in the day, apparently, he um, dissected every Nirvana song or something like that to see how they worked, what their structures were, and then he cataloged all the various parts so that he could pick and choose stuff for whatever music he was making in um, like the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm probably off on some of my facts there. 
But he's always been this way. Everyone thinks that Weezer is different or doing things differently. They may sound a little different, but Weezer is has never changed. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you don't just like change your personality overnight. And I actually really love that Rivers is OCD and catalog I love it guy. And I think we just so get along just great. I love it. Um, um, speaking I'm also of nerdiness, a, a I just want to point out. Fan. Go ahead. S- Sorry, I just want to back up. You said that the song was three minutes and seven seconds. Yes. Uh, typical Weezer fashion. After the album was printed and millions of copies had sold, Rivers was like, you know what? This song is like 14 seconds too long. I want to cut some stuff out of it and repress the album. So there's actually a shorter version of Hashpipe, which is way easier to find. That is two minutes and 52 seconds. And it shortens like the third bridge or the third verse or whatever. I've always found it to be an extremely jarring edit, and I don't really care for the shorter version, but that shorter version is the one you hear on the radio. Oh. So on the album, which is what I'm used to, I get the full three minutes and seven seconds. Uh, Well, there's two different versions of the CD. One has the 252, one has the 307, but the 252, I think, is what's out there more. Interesting. Now I got to get my CD out and look. Okay. Um, it's officially released. Rick, good old Rick Okasik, produced this guy. Um, we've got Rivers on lead guitar and lead vocals. Pat on percussion. Brian Bell on rhythm, guitar, and backing vocals. And... Mikey Welsh on bass guitar and backing vocals. Um, good old Mikey on this one. Were you going to say something? No. Okay. So this sucker, you must love this one because it's appeared on nine different albums slash versions of uh, singles and alternates and the green album. Like, do you love it? Do you own all of these? I, I was going to say of all the things that I do own, I actually only own one retail single of hash pipe because it had the B sides that I was looking for uh, on all the other various releases. A lot of the stuff uh, is repeated and I never went after the radio promo because the song's not any different for the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really no need. It's not like collectible or anything. Yeah, but no, I, I have, I do have four copies of the Island in the Sun single from various countries. I like an import. Yeah. Especially but when it's got an alternate cover like this, like a cardboard rivers on a skateboard. Or a Pat holding up a pack of Weezer cigarettes. Can we talk about that, by the way? The um, the Hashpipe single where it's Pat with a weird I Love Pat square pin on his shirt. It looks well, who like doesn't he's love Pat? Let's doing be a thumbs up or he's singing into an imaginary microphone and he's holding up a pack of cigarettes that says hash pipe with a W on it, but it doesn't make sense to me because 
a hash pipe would not be used in whatever with in conjunction with cigarettes, nor would it be in a cigarette box. It's just really confusing. Is it like I'm just gonna be bad? It's like this song is bad, so like cigarettes I have are a feeling- bad. I have a feeling that the amount of time you have spent asking that question <laughs> is the most that anyone has ever considered Including it. Including me, No, no, no. And three times as long as the thought put into changing the cover to look to make the cigarette box look like Weezer. Someone's just like, dude, let's make it look like Weezer cigarettes. Woo! And they just did it and it was over. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. But it just doesn't make any sense. I'd rather have Pat. Not much did back then smoking a dube or something that would be like closer than cigarettes right like the 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 parents would never go for that well and but they're gonna be fine with cigarettes i remember my wife telling me that she actually had to have her dad's receptionist burn her a copy of this because her mother refused to let her have the green album because of the song hash pipe I mean, I get it. Not really, though. Now, I think my wife was like 14 at the time, so maybe that's why. But I don't know. This song, this song is kind of a, a big deal in the Weezer canon. Uh, say what you will about the Green Album, but I think for most people, this song was the first they'd heard of the band since probably 1995. I mean, as we've gone over it on the show before, like, I didn't know that oh, Pinkerton existed. They're back. So I remember hearing this song on K-Rock, on the radio, thinking, gosh, that sounds a lot like the guy who sings Buddy Holly and Undone the Sweater song. And, oh my God, Weezer's back. And then the whole, oh my God, Pinkerton exists too. But Hashpipe was a big single and they still play this song all the time. Oh yeah. and Well, for me, this was a long-awaited uh, release. Um, I was excited for it. I bought it. I really like the Green Album. Um, and this song, was it the first single to come out? It was. It's the first single released for this album. And it really rocks. And the way it starts out with the dun na na dun na na it like gets you. And then Rivers does one of my favorite things in the whole wide world that Rivers does. And he goes, uh, and it's like, whoa, what, what's happening here? Let me listen to this, this song now, like grabs your attention. Yeah, thrusty, it's a very thrusty grunt. sexy. Um, I don't know, like what makes you, I don't know, like where it comes from, like why you decide to do it. But if there's ever a song, uh, this is it. And, um, I don't know. I'll move on. Sorry. <laughs> Were you going to say something no and I just kept going? No, I don't think so. Um, I, I look back on this, this era of Weezer and the green album is wonderful. I, I look back on it fondly. And I, I think that has as much to do with its place in pop culture history as it does. I listened to it, you know, the summer I turned 17. So everything from that time in your life is like the best thing ever. 
you know, because it just sits in your memory in a certain way. Yeah. But on an on an album filled with songs where, you know, the guitar solos are the exact melody of the chorus and the whole thing is only 28 minutes, Hashpipe is a distinctive, chugging, uh, propulsive, awesome rock tune that it it's starts um, in the middle of that signature riff mm-hmm. and it just goes from there and kind of builds and builds and builds and then kaboom, it's done. Um, this is another one of those songs that's tough to talk about on the podcast because it's kind of objectively good within the Weezer canon. I know the Green Album has its detractors, but the song is signature. Everybody knows this song. Everybody. Everybody's mother. Yeah. Their mother's friends. They all know Hashpipe. Yeah. And it put Weezer back on the map. Uh, I, I agree. It's definitely like one of their rockin' iconic staples that just like us, even if you don't know the words, you know how it goes. You know what I mean? When I play the song, I can I know all the words. Me too. But for whatever reason I can't conjure them when I have to perform it in the I crappy parts of the podcast where we sing. <laughs> that everyone loves. But, Not really, probably. Yeah, this is this is uh, a, a, a perennial this is a forever Weezer song that I that you know everyone will know forever. It will it will last many 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 years longer than the, even the band will. <laughs> True that. Um, according to Weezerpedia, Rivers stated in several interviews that he stole the riff from Spy Hunter, which is a video game from the eighties. Um, and I'm assuming it's the da na 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 na, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know Spy Hunter. I should, but I don't. I I have vague memories tickling the back of my brain. I'm going to have to look this up. And um, some of the lyrics were switcheroo a little bit. Um, I guess that Eyes Wide was going to be Asswipe. I don't know. And Big G's instead of Big Cheese. I thought it was Big G's, like like Jesus. I think it is Big G's, but there's never actually been official lyrics released. There's no lyric booklet. They've never been printed anywhere that I know of officially. Well, the lyrics so are here say? on Weezerpedia, and it's But it G's. doesn't mean that they're official. But I always thought it was like like J-E-E-Z, like G's, us. I just always thought it was dudes who could afford high-end prostitutes, because I think the whole song is like a about a prostitute or a... I don't know. I don't know if I believe that one. I mean, that's according to, it's on here uh, from uh, Weezerpedia. It says that it was inspired by a male transvestite prostitute known for rambling to people in Santa Monica. Um, That sounds like Santa Monica. totally makes sense. And I get it. But I don't know if I believe it. One of the things that I think has been even corroborated by Rivers is the way that he wrote this song. Said he like took a bunch of um, cough syrup and Ritalin Drugs. and stayed up all night and just wrote whatever came to his mind. And if you if you dissect the song word for word, it is almost just babble. <laughs> and there's obviously some kind of narrative there, and there's some sort of cohesiveness that comes in when you produce a song and put it down and record it and all that. It does become something, but it's kind of ridiculous. There's not much going on that makes any kind of sense. 
I think it's kind of like a, like, I just want to mess around and like, I don't know. It's a little funky. It's a little rocky. Um, it's a little in your face. Like it reminds oh, yeah. me that, of that like, opening riff is a punch to the face. Like just saying like, I don't, it's kind of saying like, I don't care. Uh, what you think here's the thing again which is like a kind of a common thing with him here's the thing about the lyrics to this song and really the lyrics throughout the green album when the blue album came out there was a lot of serious undertones but everyone remembered the buddy holly music video from happy days and that weezer was a joke band weezer was a funny band weezer was an ironic band and then rivers got his ass handed to him critically over pinkerton and he was embarrassed and he was a he was hurt. We we all heard the stories and read the interviews that Rivers did not understand the reaction, and it did hurt him. And if you read all of the lyrics in the Green Album, they're all exercises in being impersonal. Okay. They're so surface; they they don't offer much uh, in the way of narrative Lyric, or story or depth. real depth. Yeah, it feels like these songs had to have lyrics, but really, the Green Album is more about how the Green Album sounds. I feel like you had to have lyrics on it, but they needed a song with that kick-ass hash pipe riff. Half pipe, I can't say that. Half hash pipe riff. You try it. It's not easy, folks. <laughs> hash pipe riff. Hash pipe riff. Hash you know, pipe riff. You gotta put riff. some hash pipe riff. Hash pipe riff. <laughs> you gotta. Oh my lord. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, yeah, I can't no, say that it either. Sense. You did better than like, I did. That's so true. Agreed. I mean, the, there's only three stanzas in the in the lyrics, and, and now it that seems I like look each at stanza it, is about something right. different. Like I, I just, I think, I don't know. I want I want to feel like it means something, but looking at it on a piece of paper, I'm like, no, it really, you're right, it makes no sense. Yeah, and the whole Green Album is that way, but the Green Album is so slick and so clean and so concise. I mean, I don't know of many albums that are. 28 minutes long that are of any kind of quality. Um, I'm not surprised that most of the lyrics are super impersonal because I just don't think that's where Rivers was. I don't think he was going to go for another round of getting, you know, beaten in the press over how awkward or, or, you know, bad something sounded when he was pouring out his heart. And remember he was 29, maybe 28 when he did the green album. Different time, mm-hmm. different person. Mm-hmm. I might have done the same thing. It just so happens that Rivers is a master at writing a hook. So Hashpipe can be about absolutely nothing and still be a song that gets played every day on the radio and everyone knows it. And everyone and thinks it's the, about <clears throat> something. And they know the riff. And everybody thinks it's about something, which I would say qualifies it as good art. I, well, I mean, just so I pulled up Green Album just to refresh my memory and i think that that you're right like most of these are just like they're good they don't hurt your ears and you can kind of just listen to it and not get deep on deep with anything you know but i do no i totally agree with you but the other side of it for me is i still recall deeply feeling the music you know, all of those opening riffs in every song, the way the guitar comes in in each song and the the emotionality, the melodic emotion that's in these songs. Like, 
Oh, you don't well, really have to know the words. I mean, You're Island in the Sun transports you like to a mm-hmm. different place. And that's right. Um, I, I freaking love Hash Pipe. It's if, looking at this it's my favorite song on here. I think it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, and there's a few other good ones on here, but uh, glorious day and simple pages. Yeah. Are two of my all time favorite Weezer songs. I oh. love photograph. Okay. I love photograph um, too. Mm-hmm. And don't let go. I love smile, but they're, they're no nothing songs lyrically. Um, getting back to this, I guess there was controversy with, um, hash pipe being banned from being used on the radio in the UK. So they had to like astrid it out, um, instead of showing it on MTV in, in England, Europe. So that's funny. They're strict over there apparently. Yeah, they have all kinds of crazy uh, rating strictures. Like they'll edit a movie, they'll edit a headbutt out of a fight, you know, because it's too <laughs> violent for the audience. But like right, right around the corner in um, France, like it's like nudie time central, and let's all drink twenty four seven over there in Europe. I'm generalizing. I'm just gonna generalize everybody right now. Um, and I will also stop on that note. Um, can we, can we back up? What, what kind of nudie time was it again? 24 <laughs> seven nudie time. Coming this fall to ABC, a new family comedy, 24 seven nudie time. <laughs> uh, and hash central right around the corner in Amsterdam. So that's true. There you go. Good times. Um, I guess in that alternate version of the CD uh, cover for the single, it's Mikey who's pushing the skateboard of rivers, cardboard rivers. Yep. Um, Mikey seemed like a really like kind of a cutie pie. Watching the video, Mikey reminds me of rivers, but like bigger. I don't know. Like a more intimidating rivers. Yeah. Like they took Rivers's clothes and put them on Mikey to like clean him up or something, and it feels weird, but but fine at the same time. I don't know. That makes no sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can see we're going on a bit off the rails here as we get closer and closer to it actually being 11:30. <laughs> yes. Um. Let's see here. Well, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later, but. This song has actually been covered by Phantom Planet. They're the people that do California. California. Here we come. From the OC. Did you watch that show? No. It was really good. <laughs> no, I never watched that show. That was that was on at a time where that was the last thing I would have watched. <laughs> Who knows why I watch? I just that remember show. the commercials. Mm-hmm. I just remember the commercials where, like, you're cutting back and forth, and there's <laughs> uh, the the girl. What's her face? Rachel Bilson. What's the actress's name? 
was it Rachel Bilson or the and skinny Adam one, or the other dude. like thin thin one with and then some blonde doofus walks up he's like this is the, this is how we do in the OC bitch I was like I'm never watching this <laughs> they actually said the name of the show in the dialogue uh, I bet you it's not my that speed. Juliet watched it I'll have to ask her because she's from there I feel like she wouldn't have because she'd be like this is not how it was it's your classic Annie situation where poor kid comes to live with the rich OC kids and it's yeah, it's like Beverly Hills Nio two and O, but OC. Anyways, Phantom Planet, um, cover hash pipe. I'm gonna look it up. Let's all do that now. And uh, do you want to talk about the video since we're there? Since I brought it yeah, up. Yeah, the video. I do. I do. I got some some pretty specific comments about the video. Okay, talk to me. I feel like the the hardest thing to do in a music video is to do something complementary to the music that is also in and of itself entertaining, because the music video has to function on two levels. Mm-hmm. And woe be the person that has to figure out how to make Hashpipe a music video. I don't think anybody could, because there's nothing there. There's no content in the song really to to ape anything from. So they just have the band in the middle of a sumo wrestling fight for the duration of the song. So there's just these it, uh, 25 sumo wrestlers fighting each other while the band does cool moves. You know that. Okay. So we know Rivers has an affinity for the Japanese culture. And I bet he just was like, this would be cool. Let's do this. And everyone else was like, okay, whatever. And they did. And I think it's... um. I think it's fun. I think it's acceptable. <laughs> I don't know. Like they, I mean, there's they, no doubt that it's they that get it's a fun rhythm because it's visually entertaining. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's up and there with Brian pulls one of those amazing back bends when he's uh, doing part of the guitar solo or doing some riffage. He like it's so Brian practically limbos to the floor. Yeah, it's it's so Brian of him what he does, and um. I don't know. They look young. So it just makes me feel sad because we're getting old. Yeah, I found an anecdote from Rivers. He says, according to Kerrang, he doesn't say, according to Kerrang in 2011, Cuomo said, it's obviously not our favorite song, adding that he injected it with no feeling at all, but viewed it simply as a musical exercise. So that kind of goes in line with my, my supposition about the song is it's an awesome, awesome riff. And it, if it was going to be a song, it had to have some lyrics in it. And even though it doesn't really have many lyrics, I think the lyrics that it does have are fine and they're rocking and they're fun. And it's sexy. To give you. Can we have more grunting, uh, please, I... Rivers, in song? <clears throat> oh, you meant Carl, Rivers, not me. Can you please. Ask Rivers to grunt more often. <laughs> Sorry. Um, to give you listeners an idea of the world we were living in when the song was released, um, it was pre-9-11, so the most important thing was that it was used in American Pie 2. Interesting, and makes all all the sense in the world. Are we going to show a clip of American Pie 2 now? We are not. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, um, as I said before, this is a tough one. 
because I really like this song a lot. I just know that it isn't really much of a song. Well, I love it. And it is a song. It's an important song. It's a Green Album song. It's a Mikey song. It's a rockin' ass Green Album Rivers Weezer song. Um, And yeah, should we rate this sucker? I know that we've got a big garage on the lineup, so... And yeah, Amy's got a lot of information for us. I do want to say one last thing, though. No. About Hashpipe. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, fine. No. Ha- I, I won't. Don't, I don't want to talk about Weezer anymore. <laughs> uh, Hashpipe is in rare company. Uh, I believe it was a number one single. So it sits with, you know, um, Buddy Holly, Feels Like Summer, wow. and Beverly Hills, really. Can you believe really. that? Yeah, it's pretty I mean, cool. I, I, don't ha- I can because I read it on I read it on the internet. <laughs> but but hashpipe, not only within the Weezer canon, is kind of a big deal. But it's one of the few songs that's truly breakthrough that the world knows and recognizes for Weezer. And in these later years, it's a hit as album sales have died for just about everybody. Yeah, if you look at their biggest songs, they're so very strange when you string them together. It definitely is like a moment in time as well. It's like art. Um, You got to capture the moment in time to truly wrap your head around, around it and why it's important. So this is important in Weezer history um, because of the time and the people involved. You know, we've got Mikey, we've got a, a... innocent more innocent time in america um weezer's trying to come back they're kind of rebelling against their bad review of pinkerton um and i don't know what else but it's definitely like an important huh. you're, you're song dead on. for them you're right um yeah not it, necessarily a remarkably important song gonna gonna it's gonna hold today but for different reasons. It's going to hold today because people love Weezer and it's um, it brings back memories, but not because it's like, I just heard this song for the first time and it's like so meaningful to me. You know, it's, I think it's a different reason, but same thing. Yeah. I'm with you. I can't help my feelings that go out of my mind. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, let's let's rate this bad boy. Come on and rate me. Whoa, whoa! Use numbers to describe my quality. <laughs> oh, whoa! It's got a good one. All right, do you want to go first yeah. or me? Sure, yeah, yeah. So I give this bad boy one lightning strap, one Weezer prom picture, Scott in a vest, a blue album Rivers head, and a blazer Brian. For a total of nine. Very nice. I thought you gave it a, did you give it a pat in the drums or no? No. Oh, okay. I give Hashpipe a Laser Eyes Rivers, a Lightning Strap, Scott in a Vest, Pat Jammin on the drums, a Blue Album Rivers Head, and a Blazer Brian for a total of 13. So together... Hashpipe gets 22 divided by 
one half equals 11. Hash pipe gets 11. We Are Weezer gives you 11 hash pipe, which is a really good score. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, according to our rating system, it's an 11 out of 46,984 mm-hmm. or an 11 out of four. We can't decide. It's up to it's up to you, the <laughs> listeners, to figure it out. It's a seventy five like percent, song, and you should too. <laughs> we really do. Um, listen to it, love it. Get out your green album. You, I mean, you don't even have to get out your green album. It's going to play on the radio soon, so just turn on the radio. Right. Put your K Rock on, and listen to the sweet, sweet gems of Hashpipe in your ears. Yeah. Well. Um, we are going to pack up our bags and head over to Amy's garage. Yes. So when we get back, Amy returns and she's going to open our eyes to the world of Weezer covers, but not covers by Weezer, but other bands covers of Weezer. Which is basically the opposite of what we did last week. So it's kind of fun. It's a fun tie in. I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. You'd almost think we planned this show before we do it. I know, right? So weird. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back in a moment. Yes. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, hello. Uh, hey, Amy. Can can we come in? Sure. Come on in. The weather's fine. Click, click, click. Sorry. <laughs> That's Boom. like walking into your garage. Uh, so, you've successfully made it into my garage for another another thank you. um garaging episode uh, whatever <laughs> i love your new lava lamp addition to the garage over there oh yeah Sorry. it's my favorite color Groovy. yellow it's, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> i always wanted a lava lamp when i was a kid no. and i never got one because i had cats true story oh will they get it I mean, cats like to knock things over. Yeah. And that, that thing, you don't want to knock that thing over. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's what my mom Hot told me. and messy. <laughs> so I never got one. I still don't have I don't one. Know. They might they might just stare at it. Although, I don't know. They, like, they knock everything over. Darn cats. Yeah. They do. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't have any of those... Uh, I hope I hope they don't knock over my lava lamp this time because it's my first one ever. <laughs> um. Well, so I'm really excited about your topic. Yes, I. It's a. Is it a top ten or is it just a list? Well, I I personally like prime numbers, so my list is a top eleven. Ah, I forgot. Sorry. Is, um, are you sure it's not 11, a Spinal Tap joke? Weezer. What was cover, that? Is it? Are you sure it's not a Spinal Tap joke? Oh, oh, that would have been way better, but I'm not that clever right now. Oz go to really, 11. get it. You're saying this is Spinal Tap? To 11. Oz go to 11. I mean, I've seen Spinal Tap, but I don't, I don't get, I don't remember what part you're talking about. Their amplifiers go up to 11 instead of 10 because they rock more than other rock bands. Oh. And technically. Sweet. I'm going to be talking about 13 songs, which is my favorite number and also a prime number. 
So how I'm, lucky it's just for a list. us? It's a list, and also lucky and or unlucky. I consider it lucky for me, for many reasons. Okay. So for me, it's it would better be I lucky. Think so I think it is lucky too. Well, for me, I would put it on the lucky list because I've never had anything weird happen on that day, and it's a thing, and it happens a lot. Friday the Thirteenth, anyways. It seems like it happens like every other month. Maybe. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk about cover songs. So not Weezer covering other people's songs, but other artists covering Weezer songs. Um, oh, yeah. I see what you did there. I know. And I, I, love, I love cover songs. It's my guilty pleasure. I remember ripping a CD of just random cover songs that I found. And I, I just well, love them. Are you on? Are you on Spotify? I am not on Spotify. You should like join for free. I have a gigantic collection of cool covers, <gasps> and like it's just this ongoing playlist that I keep adding to every time I hear a cool cover. I throw it in there, and right now I have like seventy-five, which I think is pretty good. Wow, that's awesome! I don't know. I yeah yeah I might I I'll might join just you. for that. <laughs> but I didn't know you were a cover fan as well, so I Twizzies I am or something. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite bands is Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, who are not on this list, by the way, guys. Step up, cover a Weezer song. You know, Amy, when From, you were here um, over the weekend, you should have brought that up to Liz. She has no less than six Me First and the Gimme Gimmies vinyls. What? <gasps> That is one of her favorite bands. Oh, that's awesome. Is that the band from uh, Kill Bill? Am I wrong? Am I right? You are no, incorrect. It is a yeah. So it is a band made up of Fat Mike from No Effects, the guitar player for the Foo Fighters, Chris, whatever his name is, right? Shiflet. Oh, I need to listen to this. And um, I don't know anybody else. I don't remember. But they, they cover well, right there. songs. Like Somewhere Over the Rainbow is pretty good. Um, uh, they do punk rock covers or what kind of like style is it? Uh, any. They've done um, like show tunes. They've done country songs. They've done pop yeah. songs. So they do it in the style of the actual song. They don't. Like oh no no no! I'm so sorry. I didn't own. understand the question. No, it's it's more of like a, a punk rock song. My okay. Voice. They do punk rock cool. covers of, of extremely popular songs, like super fast, two and a half minute long covers. Yeah. Perfect oh, for fun. my attention sounds span. Rocking. It is. It is awesome. <laughs> Interestingly, though, they haven't covered any Weezer songs that I know of. I know. That's why I was calling them Jerks. out. I know. They need to get with it. Cover some Weezer. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter immediately to them. Do it. Joan? Write it to Fat Mike <laughs> and be like, dude, what the heck? Dude. All right, Amy. Take <laughs> us down the rabbit hole of covers. I will. Yes. So I started my I journey by uh, Weezerpedia, of course. And they have cited... 13 tribute albums to the band, ranging from a punk tribute to Weezer, which is not Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. Just want to point that out there. 
they have a rock music tribute to Weezer. They have a couple string quartet tributes to Weezer. And this uh, one that's kind of weird, uh, it is called an 8-bit co- uh, like compilation album where 8-bit is like taking video game noises and putting like old school video game song. right do what yeah like old school old school like 8-bit video games um i i part part of me wants to say they're like nerdcore but i don't want nerdcore <laughs> people to get mad at me so i don't want to say that but it sounds it could be if they were yeah it, it could be but i don't know if it is and i don't want to make anybody i don't mad. know what nerdcore is but i i like it i think you would it's cute Oh, I, oh, I shouldn't. I don't mean cute in like a <laughs> condescending way. I really don't. I mean it in like it's fun and old school. Anyway, there's also <laughs> a uh, an album not listed that I found on um, just the internet called Music Box Mania a Tribute to Weezer, and they take the typical music box sound and they music box like certain songs. And one of them that I found was Say It Ain't So. And it is so beautiful. The whole album is really beautiful. I love that music box sound. Uh, but it's not on Weezerpedia. And it came out in 2016. Weezerpedia. Carl, what's up? Carl? There was a time where Weezerpedia was run <laughs> just by fans. And at a certain point, the band acquired Weezerpedia, and there was a long time where new content wasn't being generated because it wasn't available. So there's a lot of stuff that I think fell between the cracks, and 2016 would have been around that time. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I need to let them know to include that one, because it's really good. I would buy it for me. I think that he's working on getting it to that point again where we can contribute again. But I don't know if it's hap- there yet. Not sure. But I know it's a thing. Well, here's hoping it does. Because and that'd be great. I listened to that one and it's very nice. And uh, reminded me of the Rockabye Baby where there's actually a Weezer one. It's a little bear and it does lullabies. And it um, it reminds me of this one. So it's very nice. You know, we should make, you should invent that like a Weezer music box for you like wind it up and you open it and there's like a little rivers twirling around for your jewelry. That would be amazing. No, No? like I, I (laughs) seriously, I want JR to surprise me with the Island in the sun version of the music box mania in a music box. I want that. That's JR. That is a thing that you need. I agree. It is. JR. Get with the program. Make a note of that. I will tell. I will actually physically tell you this when you get back in town. So, I want that. <laughs> anyway, on to the list. So those are just kind of the things that are yes. out there. There's several different tribute albums and things like that. Um, so the very first song I want to talk about is Hash Pipe, since you guys talked about it in the episode. I found a couple different versions of cover songs. The first one is that. Uh, eight-bit tribute album. They uh, they covered all of Weezer, and the band is called Seal of Quality, and they covered Hashpipe, and it's it's a different sound for sure, but 
it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would necessarily, I would, I don't know if I would listen to it all the time, but it kind of has that like nostalgia with, I feel like I'm like going down the, to the underground part of Mario or something like that. Um, and I know a, uh-huh. a, a lot of nerdcore rappers, so I don't want to say, I, th- I think it's great that they're doing this and that, um, they're capable of doing so. So, um, I love it. Hold for up it a is. minute. You, you know, a lot of nerdcore rappers. Yeah. Do you know of them or do, do you guys is like it, hang and like make a, dinner together? No, I know. I know them. I know them. Like, who do you know? Like, name a n- nerdcore rapper that you're like. I know Alpha Rift. Cool with. I know. Who? Beaker. I'm naming people. I'm, I'm throwing names. I'm throwing names. Um, I know one up. He's my dog. Wolf. <laughs> so I know. I know. Uh, Okay, I'm I'm looking this up immediately. I'm sorry. I can't not look up nerdcore right now. Tell me what it is. Just give it to me really quick. Sorry. I have to know. N- nerdcore is Is it like rappers rapping? Like talking. rapping about nerdy stuff? Yeah. Like video games? Yeah. Well, any nerdy and like thing. Anything can be nerdy. Yeah. Who is the preeminent nerdcore it's- rapper of Star Wars? Who or is there? Is there who? Do you know them? Is there a specialist in Star Wars? Uh, no. Oh, well. What is one up like to rap about? Nintendo. Okay. I like it. I'm going to look him up right now. One up. I can't wait. I'm sorry. I'm really excited. No, (laughs) it's so so fun. It's so fun. Well, guys, look out. Starting with episode Uh, 16. We are Weezer is changing to We Are Nerdcore. Yep. <laughs> we are uh, Nerdcore nerds. <laughs> and check out Beaker. Wait. Beaker is awesome. Okay. Anyway, back on track. We went off the track talking about Sorry. 8-bit. And that's all That's all good. <laughs> well, let's get back on track. Woot woot. And string, a, a string quartet put together a arrangement of Hashpipe. And it is, um, strings always kind of, I love stringed instruments. My favorite instrument is the cello. But, like, listening to this arrangement, like, the the melody sounded very similar, but the arrangement was very different. And it really made me feel like I was about to enter a dungeon in an RPG, and I was making my way to the boss. But that probably has a lot to do (laughs) with, like, the bass line. That sounded very much like Jaws. And it was kind of like this <laughs> ominous feeling, like something was coming. What's an RPG? Role-playing game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the video game kind. Not not gotcha. the Dungeons and Dragons kind. Which there's nothing and wrong with that. is this a gangster boss or a... Like, I mean, just a bad guy? It's a bad... It's like the big Alien bad or guy. Monster. It could be a monster. Okay. It depends on what your RPG is. Like, I guess Grand Theft Auto is kind of an RPG. So, not really. That Yeah, that's not really. Okay. That's I what I was going for. I was like, oh, is it like a gangster? I mean, you but could. You could. I'm it's normally you fantasy. It's normally fantasy. 
Um, okay. But I, I really I liked it. I could it. see how that could happen, though, because hash pipe is that kind of like dun, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh. But it was, it was. Sorry. It was, it kind of creeped me out and also pumped me up at the same time. So <laughs> I, uh. Okay. I enjoyed it. Good times. Yeah. The next song I want to talk about is a cover by one of the very first bands I ever saw live. Uh, And that is Midtown's Suzanne. I remember seeing Midtown open for Blink-182 back in 2001. I remember that. It was wonderful. Um, And their their cover of Suzanne is, it's such a, a, a quick, fun, like pop punk cover. And it's just so... I've never heard of Midtown. Oh, they're not around anymore because they probably broke up. Or maybe they are still around. Mm-hmm. I think Midtown uh, had a I song on this... one of the Spider-Man movie soundtracks, Amy. Oh, did they? That's probably why they broke up. <sighs> I mean, you can't like really mess up Suzanne either. It's so good. You'd have to like really, really do a bad job. Well to screw that oh one. i can i have heard a lot of really bad songs and i promise <laughs> you there's i've heard i'm pretty sure i've heard a bad one um like the on the the punk does weezer i'm pretty sure they cover that song and i'm pretty sure <laughs> it sounds oh and horrible yeah i feel like there are some bad. songs that do not survive um the arrangement being changed like yeah. Suzanne is pretty distinctive. You don't mess with that. I wouldn't want to hear that, you know, like four on the floor rock beat type music. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. But uh, this is a good one. Midtown. Yeah. It's a good one. And shout out to Midtown. Hope you're still around. What's up, Midtown? I'm going to mm-hmm. have to check them out on the Spotify. I'm just giving you so much, so many things to check out, Rachel. I love it. I love it so much. I guess you know what I'll be doing tonight. <laughs> Nerdcore and Midtown. Yep. Check. Yep. yep. Wow. They disbanded in 2005. Do what? Midtown disbanded in 2005. Mm, short run. Oh, short so long run. ago. <laughs> I hate that. Well, it's like Vampire Weekend or... My Chemical Romance. Why? Sorry. I went on a little random tangent. Next. Well. Next. The Ataris. An, <laughs> the, the Ataris uh, covered Butterfly. Speaking of bands that can't stay together, um, the founding member and only consistent member of the Ataris is Chris Rowe, who is the lead singer. And hmm. he covered this album... This album, this song, excuse me. And I, I heard a little girl in the background also singing. And I did some research on the internet, and we all know the internet never lies. And apparently that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. So unsure if that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fun fact about this cover is I read in the comments of this video, so please take this for a grain of salt, everybody. That this was recorded in a payphone and left as a message on an ex's voicemail. I want to believe that's true, but I feel like it's not. Who 
who uses a payphone? It's very Weezer of them, if that is true. Right? Is that not the most Weezer way to cover them? I mean, it's beautiful, actually. Yeah, it was. And I love Chris Rowe's voice. Um, I saw him perform at some small club here maybe three years ago. And he does such a good live show. Uh, it was just him, uh, acoustic, and it was wonderful. And it, as soon as I saw this, I was like, I, I have to put it on my list because my my Weezer wife, Leticia, is obsessed with Chris Rowe and loves him and loves the Ataris. So that's for you, Leticia. <laughs> I hope you're listening. You better listen. You I also have a Weezer it. spouse? <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. We go to the shows together. I love it. Yeah, we know. We know we're the same. We we have differences, though. We found we found differences. Yeah. I like it. I don't have one. Aw. Aw. It's all but good. That, that's a- actually, my Weezer spouse is my actual spouse. Oh, that's good. But I don't know if he's into it. I oh. guess I need to find one. I Aww. mean, I guess you guys are my Weezer spouses. Are we like sister wives? I was going to say. <laughs> Weezer sister wives I guess, coming to A and E this fall. Yes, <laughs> it's big. It's Big Weezer. It's the new welcome <laughs> to Big Weezer on the next Big Weezer. <laughs> Everyone fights about who gets Juliet to keep all the B sides. That Rachel and Rick went to Amy's garage two nights in a row. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh. The things that only happen in the garage. Things that are said in the garage stay in the garage. That's rule number one. Or No, rule number one is we don't talk about the garage. Rule number two right. is what's said in the garage stays in the garage. Exactly. I like it. <laughs> uh, the next song that I love. Well, hey, so this is a two-parter. Um, Dashboard has covered a couple of Weezer songs. I almost, I think they also covered Suzanne, but I found El Scorcha, which is just a fun, 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 fun cover. And they also covered Jamie, which is so beautiful. And it, to me, when I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, is this a Dashboard song or is this a Weezer song? I'm unsure because they, they recorded it. And it sounded so much to me like it could have been a Dashboard song. But to be fair, Dashboard songs and some Weezer songs are interchangeable, I think. Unsure. They have a very, very, very similar vibe yet uh, sometimes. Yes. So, yes. I can tell you guys that when my love for Weezer was reignited at the time of the Green Album, I was really, really super duper mega into dashboard confessional and i still love him to this day he just hasn't put out a record in like eight years or something like that mm-hmm. but uh my weezer husband and i had a burned cd of all the b-sides from the albums that were available back then and this cover of jamie was on those cds it was the one that's awesome uh, one cover by a band that uh wasn't actually weezer on that CD. It's like full of Weezer B-sides, but one dashboard song. Hmm. That's awesome. Why don't we take a listen? Yeah. To Jamie. I think that's that we should. I 
Cover is so good. It's so good. I, I really like so it. I really want to see it live. Why can't we swap out the Pixies for a Dashboard Confessional? <gasps> that's hey, the best hey idea. Now. But that's <laughs> too much. Okay, but here's the thing. That would be too much, like, emotional stuff. And the nostalgia of listening to Dashboard Confessional from when we were teenagers. That would bring That's up true. all sorts of stuff. We'd all like, go through puberty I don't want again. That. Like, and I don't want that. So yeah, I don't need any more body hair. That is great. Alone. Nostalgia Amy wants that, but like adult Amy is like, no, nostalgia Amy, you sit down and shut up. <laughs> Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Just step away from that. I know what's good for you. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> Um, but that you that won't cover, like it once it actually happens. Oh yeah, but that cover is just—it's amazing. Um, I, I love I love Jamie by Dashboard. I I almost like it better than Weezer's version, almost, just because it's that good. Wow, I said almost. that is not true. You take I mean, that back, Weezer. You said you that. take that back. I don't have to. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I know that I have no influence over you. What so? Ever. <laughs> she does what she wants. I do. I do. No one ever tells Amy, you do you, because she's already doing her. Ex- that, mm. Okay. Moving on. Because that could, that's yes. weird. Um, the next song I found is uh, the Deptones have covered Saint Ain't So for quite some time now. And I love the Deftones. Like White Pony was my my album in my junior year of high school. Like I loved that album. Absolutely loved it. And my mom hated it, which is probably why I loved it that much more. And I found this and I was I, like, oh, um, oh. go ahead. No, sorry. You go ahead. Oh. Um so I found this cover and I was like, Oh, it's gonna be great. Um it's okay. It's not my favorite. It's good. I it's mean, good. It's in good. its own way, it's very like a yeah. deaf Tony cover. I got excited because I had them confused with Sonic Youth for a second, <laughs> and Sonic Youth does this really, really super awesome cover of um, "Superstar" by I think the Carpenters. I think, and or uh, I don't know. It's like from the seventies, and it's like the best cover. I've ever heard in my whole life and I love it so much, but I thought that they were the deaf tones and I just looked it up and I was wrong. So it's not as exciting as I thought, but the, the deaf tones say it ain't so is okay. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. It's not the best. Uh, no, especially when you have such an amazing song like say it ain't so like th- I think that song know. out of all of Weezer's albums and, and song arsenal would be extremely hard to cover. Because it's mm-hmm. so, it's such a perfect song. 
and so well known. Yeah. So, and and based on the comments, people like it, and that's good. I'm glad people like it. It's not my thing. So okay. there's that. The next song on my list is uh, Beverly Hills, and that is covered by a couple of people. <clears throat> the first one is Twin Atlantic. Twin Atlantic is a delightful Scottish band. They, um, they, ha I think they only have two full-length albums out now, and it was so awesome. And they have these super thick Scottish accents, so it was really cool listening to a Scottish band with a Scottish accent <laughs> singing about like Beverly Hills. And it made me, I think it made me love that song more because like, <laughs> I, I felt like they were actually hopeful that one day they would actually be in Beverly Hills, you know? Can, can you do a Scottish accent? Oh God, no, I can't. Neither can I, but I um, really wish I did right now. Rick? My, can, can you? Uh, on the spot, I always choke, but let's see. Uh, Scottish <laughs> people sound like uh, a little bit like this, you know? Their voice is a lilt to yeah. it like that. And they say things like folk. So can you do Beverly shite. Hills? <laughs> oh, you want me to say the words Beverly Hills? I feel like that will come out sort of normal. Beverly Hills. <laughs> a little fatter sounding, you know? I think you're doing good. Maybe you're I'll talk like so this for good. the rest of the show, what you say. I can do it. I think that's a great idea. I think okay. you should. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my accent always come come out the same and horrible and creepy? I don't know I don't, why. I don't even know how um, to, like, start the accent. I'm just hearing Craig Ferguson in my head, and I'm like, I don't think I could do that with my mouth. Like, a good way to start is to, like, like shape your mouth the way the words come out, and then try to think of words that sound really Scottish when you say them. Like we. Scottish. We Scottish. and kin. Like. Gobshite. Like McGregor. Fucking. McGregor. Wait. McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Man, I've had to edit all this out. I don't, <laughs> I don't want Connery. people hearing me sound like this over on the radio, you know? 007. I can't do it. 007? He's English. All I can He's imagine English. in my head is the... Uh... Sher Shirley Manson. What are you I doing, Rachel? Her. You don't even sound Scottish. You, you, you I'm, I'm trying, ridiculous. Nick, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I've totally turned actions? into someone else. <laughs> you did. It's so good. My favorite band All is I Weezer. I like them more than is... anyone else. <laughs> my favorite song's Booty Holly. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite film is Train Spotting. Get in my belly. Get booty, in my belly. Holly. We're all just talking over each other at this point. I'm going to let you ladies go on, okay? Okay. Would we thank be, you. Would we be lasses? I, yes, you'd oh, all be like wee it. lasses, but in this day and age, in this political climate, I don't think it's appropriate to call you that, you know? I'll say women. <laughs> well,. I will have you know that Becky Lynch <laughs> off of the WWE, she is a wrestler and she is known as the last kicker. So I think it's totally fine to say last. So there. I like it. Well, anyway, Amy, we are way, dear, we are way off topic. Tell me more about the Weezer Ooh, covers, please. 
I can't because you're doing that and it's very distracting. Anyway. Okay, Rick is um, back. Rick is back from Scotland, everybody. Hello. Oh, what was your Scottish name? Was Rick. it Roll? <laughs> so the next song, uh, it's still Beverly Hills, but it's the kids' bop version. And I know people are like, Amy, what is wrong with you? Why are we talking about kids' bop? Well, I have, I have a good reason. I remember, so when I was 21, I was a nanny for this amazing family, and she had a three-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl that I watched, and they had this CD of Kids Bop. I'd never, I didn't even know what Kids Bop was until I was a nanny. Apparently, it was like a thing when we right. were kids, but I was like, whatever. And he loved this song, and 21-year-old Amy was like, I can do this. I will let him listen to this version because he wants to sing Beverly Hills. And he always loved to sing. Bever- I can still hear his little kid voice singing Beverly Hills. Woo. That's all he would sing. Oh, that's adorable. It is adorable. He was such an adorable kid. Uh, so that's why I have it on here because it needs to be mentioned for nostalgia. So that's why. Well, and-, and also, like, if you have kids, maybe you want to look it up. Absolutely. There you go. Although the guy, there's a, like a a guy singing this who's not like a young guy. You can tell he's older. So it's kind of creepy, especially like when you hear like the kids in the background being like. <laughs> like yeah, if I were, okay. if I were a serial killer, I would play kids bop <laughs> covers of songs b- before I did my ritual or whatever. Huh. That's what I think of well, kids bop. You know, you know. <laughs> Getting into the music industry can be hard, so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, and especially with all the crazy news coming out these days, it's a little, you probably just want to stay away from the kids if you can. Yeah, I would definitely just just stay away. Oh, but speaking of kids, the next (laughs) song I have on here, well... Is is holiday holiday by the Chipmunks and Chipettes? Why don't we go ahead? I love and the Chipmunks. Give it a listen, so we can all just get in the groove. Let's yeah. just listen. Let's just okay. take a listen because the less said about this song, this version of the song, the better. Here you go, guys. If by great, I, I you thought, mean you. Well, Although, uh, Amy, okay, I'm giving you, you a hard had, time, you, but I do understand you like it, don't you? I do. So Amy, I really, are you with me with Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas I love the Chipmunks. I love, 
Oh. Christmas, I, Christmas time, time is here. See? It's the best. It is so good. It's such a happy... How, how can you not Christmas like the chipmunks? Christmas, don't Just, be late. I agree. And so I think it's cute. I think anything the chipmunks do is cute. It and is adorable. Do, and this I love, is also do, cute. I, do, I've never do, seen do. the movie, but... Oh, the movie is really cute, actually. You should watch it. Not that I've seen this okay. movie as an adult, but I absolutely did see Chipwrecked, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked in theaters. I, I paid to see that. <laughs> I think Jameson would like it, so I'll check it out. He would, and you would you like it, it too. You saw it in theater? I saw it in theaters. Oh. Yeah, because I'm a dork, and I accept that, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> not by myself. I went with a child. I took my child, not my child, I don't have children, but I took a child that i know (laughs) hey kid i want to go see this movie (laughs) oh i i knew oh anyway so i love the chipmunks i think they're adorable and i love this song i don't care what rick says just wait because yours will probably like the chipmunks if i have anything to Mm -hmm. say about it Mm -hmm. i watched the chipmunks religiously as a child I don't care for the movies, oh. but I have room in my heart for the chipmunks. There you go. Okay, the movies aren't terrible. Especially they covered Weezer. Hello. It was great. You can't hate. I'm sorry. Wait, did you just say Justin Bieber? No, I said you can't hate. They covered Weezer. Oh, I'm a nerd. Sorry. You thought you heard Justin Bieber. He's not on the list. I'm sorry. I don't know why. You, want, you wanted to hear Justin <laughs> Thank Bieber. God. I no, I didn't. That's why I was like, wait a minute. That would That's be not great. acceptable. You know, guys. No, I'm pretty so sure. Great. Pretty sure Rachel wants to keep her private life private. But I'm going to give you a little insight into Rachel's house. When you walk in the front door, the entire <laughs> walkway before you get to the couch is just Justin Bieber posters, but they're in chronological order from his like tiny <laughs> purple jacket hair days all the way to his stupid Calvin Klein days. And every time I'm over there to record, she makes me stare at the posters while we do the show like if i if she points it is just a little awkward but i have to put my collection somewhere yeah. you know you do so you guys do. save me please you love justin bieber justin bieber is awesome so hush your <laughs> hush your mouth you're looking for uh, anyway. an antonym what <laughs> You're looking for an antonym for no, awesome, not awesome. awesome. You're looking for no, terrible. No, a synonym. Right. A like synonym. by awesome, you mean not awesome or horrible or okay. weird and okay. Oh, no. Next. Have you listened to his new album? Have you? Give it a listen. It's no. really good. Why? No, it's really good. I refuse. Why? I refuse him. Why? Just listen. He's a dick. Is this another Deep Space Nine thing? Because he's a dick. I just. No, who cares? Yeah. There's lots of people who are jerks. Look at some mm. people in Weezer. <laughs> Who's a jerk in Weezer? I don't have any idea. <laughs> I, I not I wouldn't say anything mean about my boys on a podcast. I'm just saying, just <laughs> say about them. Give 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 the album a listen. Just do it. Okay. I dare you. I dare you. I'll listen to it when I die. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. What's next? Well, I, I Take just us home. Me. I'm right. I'm right about Deep Space Nine, and I'm right about that Bieber album. I just want to point that out. Anyway, the next song on the list. Um, does anybody remember the band Ash? Mm. I love Ash. So love them. Th- then you would love this cover of Only Seen Dreams. Em. Have their autograph. They are. They are they're amazing. The shit. Did they tour with Weezer yeah. at some point? I believe they did. I think they did. Uh, so they they covered. Only I, no, I know Dreams. they did. They totally did. Yeah, I, I'm pretty awesome. sure I saw them with with Ash, and um, they they covered only in dreams, and it is such a. It, they they didn't really change a whole lot of the song. It's softer. It's it's definitely softer, um, but it it. It's, it feels like Weezer, but it also feels like an Ash song, kind of. And um, yeah, they made it ashy. The the <laughs> the so the they need some lotion. Used to be in the band. Start. <laughs> they uh, they put it in the basket for sure. Yeah, um, rubs the lotion um, I think on her its name skin. Was Charlotte. This is my personal favorite on the list, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. Yeah, I mean it, it's really good. It's really good. I like it. Um, and it made me just feel happy. It's like one uh, of those happy songs where you're just like, oh. Mind you, uh, yeah. kiddos listening, we are going to do our best to have embedded links to all of these uh, in the show notes on the website. Either Yeah, this will actually be eventually. easy because I can just like pop these suckers in. Yeah, a lot of these are worth a listen. I super duper want to talk about number nine, Amy. So bad. Oh. Oh, absolutely. Let's <laughs> let's talk about number nine. So, my favorite Weezer song of all time is what, guys? Island in the Island Sun. Island in the Sun. Island in hip, the Sun. Hip. And I found that on the Aquamarine soundtrack, which again, another good movie, Emma Roberts, mm. who was the mermaid in the movie, covered island in the sun and i was like oh my gosh i love her in american horror story i loved her in aquamarine and now i get to hear her sing the best song ever and i listened to it not so much though again no no and i don't know if it's her fault i don't i don't think it's her fault it feels way too overproduced and way too like layered and like they were trying to i don't know make her sound better yeah, or turn her into like a pop star, Make like one of those, higher. like Hannah Montana. She don't mess around. Aquamarine don't mess around. Oh, maybe she's a siren. Oh, a man killer. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, she was a mermaid. You never and now know. she's singing horribly. Sorry, Emma Roberts. It is it, it is not good. The song is really heavily overproduced, and you know it's one of those things where the poor girl probably had no. Um, capability to do it but big studio oomph behind her get her on the album you know poor thing mm-hmm. i feel like she would never want to do that now so on that shiny note we're gonna go down to number 10 which i seriously love which is a cover of troublemaker by hansen which to me i saw that and i was like why would hansen sing troublemaker because they're really not troublemakers they're like the epitome of like 
not the troublemakers. Dude. Right. Yeah. The the cover is really good. And I I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't grow up liking Hansen. I had a friend who was like a super fan of Hansen. And uh, wasn't me. But she um she was obsessed and I, I never got to that point. But I really, I really, 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 really love this song. And what's cute about it is they don't actually say the bad words in the song. So when it got to that point of Mariana Biatch having seven kids, they they just left out the biatch. And I was like, could you not just come up with like a clever way to say like woman? Mariana Chiak. Having seven kiad. See that that would have Mary in a lady. Chiak is the seven. is the best thing I've heard in a long time. Ked days. <laughs> Mariana. Wait, well, babe. So, so they just say Mariana. Yeah. Beep. No beep. No, no beep. Huh. It's just they don't they don't say the word, and they did this again. That's weird. When they, um, when Weezer says people will cranex to get a glimpse of me and see if I am having sex or whatever they say. And Hanson uh-huh. changes it to uh, people will cranex to get a glimpse of me to see if I'm with a T-Rex, like the dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> so much <Yeah>. better. <laughs> I know. I kind of like that version a little bit better. <laughs> just because it's quirky like that i like that because i don't want people watching me getting it on if i want them to look at me to see if i'm hanging out with a t-rex because that would be awesome also i would want to know that well yeah i mean because that is like historical if that's happening yeah right also like, i don't want to die back right yeah it's very dangerous as well you don't really want to hang out with them no i think Unless, unless they think people are friends, not food. Yes. Then I would Bruce. be okay with that, but I don't know that. And I don't trust them. Although, I could just run between Never their legs. Never trust a T-Rex. Never trust a T-Rex. But they have short, they have a, a short arms, and they can't really, like, get me with those short arms. So I, I got a big just, head and short, stubby arms. Exactly. <laughs> trust That's me. What, yeah. Um, but the cover was so sweet. I really liked it. Um, a lot. Okay. So I encourage I'll everybody to it. listen to it. Um, even though I'm not a huge chance, but although they're super talented, uh, apparently. And if it's, they, they all kind of got hot as I got older. And I was like, oh, okay. I can accept this. I will watch this. <laughs> So it was a surprise on on many levels, many levels. Okay. Ah, this next one is uh, <laughs> uh, is Rick actually really likes this. Um, well, I don't it, really like it, but I really love the band that does it. Yeah, my apologies. Um, so the next song is this uh. Biffy Clyro, am I saying that name right? Biffy Clyro, they are a Scottish rock band. A Scot- Scottish? Oh, they are Scottish. 
I think Rick needs to come back for this one then. Oh god. <laughs> Rick needs to come back. All right, I'm back from I'm back from uh, LA everyone. Oh. So Biffy Clyro is a band from Kilmarnock, Scotland, and one of their biggest influences is Biffy Clyro. And they did a cover of Buddy Holly that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very different. It's like a deconstructed um experimental prog rocky version that it hardly even resembles the original song which i i assume was the intention but i remember when i found out they did a cover of buddy holly i was like super stoked i was like oh my god i love this band because they're way more conventional these days compared to this mm-hmm. um and it was a bit of a letdown uh, i'm gonna share some of that letdown with mm-hmm. you buckle up for 45 seconds was it his homies kissing my girl why did he go to front what did he ever do to these guys that made them so violent prog rock song gone wrong like if, if, if this Aww. is like some weird like experiment thing it's like oh this is this is how frankenstein happens it's like right they here. forgot what song Aww. they were covering halfway through yeah <laughs> and it just oh, i don't know Dippy. i don't i don't like it guys i don't like it i don't no. like that or Emma um, roberts's cover maybe they should do a duet <gasps> oh there you go uh, just a terrible it's so like great that. It might be better if they did that. Uh. It might be or not. <laughs> or or maybe they could do a mashup. Oh, maybe we can mash up Buddy Holly and Island in the Sun and see what That's we get. That's a great idea. You know, I know that this podcast kind of makes it so we have Weezer blinders on. You know, we, we see the world in shades of <laughs> colored albums. But I do feel that this band gets covered quite a bit more than certain other bands and they have seemingly influenced a lot of different people and a lot of different types of music. Right. I mean, these are just a few of the ones that you wanted to highlight, but I know that there's like 5 million, gajillion, trillion more, not to mention all the fans who are constantly doing it as well. Um, They're, I mean... I think Weezer can safely say they're his part of history. They're a yeah. thing. And we're like people are never going to forget them. Even like Absolutely. a long time from now. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I and agree this with is that 100%. only like just songs that are recorded. That doesn't count the number of times people have recorded like, or uh covered them live. Like that list is right. even longer than this list. So I bet. I mean, who doesn't want to cover Weezer? Right? I mean, I want to cover Weezer. I don't know what song I would cover Me too. though. Island in the I Sun. I could do Island of the Sun. No, but that's not. Yeah. I don't know if I could sing that. It's too like, I would want to hide behind like a lot of noise so people wouldn't have to hear my beautiful voice. So I would want something <laughs> like more up tempo and not so like vulnerable. I think it'd be awesome if you did so. yeah. Weaver, uh, Weaver, Weezer covers as Yoko Ono. <laughs> have you ever heard yoko ono do any singing at all ever yeah she yes. just kind of gesticulates and bangs on percussive stuff She's like ah, they play her like they make fun of her a lot on um k-rock on kevin and bean and it's it's actually really really scary her version of singing these days so Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. You could do that. I mean, anybody could do that. I, you know, uh, I'm okay. I feel like that would take a lot of actual effort to do. <laughs> You're cool. Maybe. It's all good. Yeah, okay. I, I'm totally good with just podcasting. I'm so fine with that. Nobody has to hear me sing. It's great. <laughs> Only occasional nerd singing, not actual like serious Same singing yeah well yeah uh, Wait, Amy, what do you mean uh, i i'm so i always like for real sing i'm just kidding i don't i was trying to be all hard. <laughs> i couldn't even fake it what right yeah but can you sing in a scottish accent i can't i can't <laughs> even do a scottish accent i'm trying right now <laughs> i'm trying to do a scottish accent that, you'll, you'll figure it out it one gets. day it's not that hard you just have I, to sound like you've I been drinking a lot, but you're still in control. <coughs> huh. But anyway, just want to say that as ever, That's Amy, all I have. you widen our Does that conclude world. your list? What? We're just all talking <laughs> over each other. You both talked at the same time. Amy, what I'm saying is, as ever, yeah. you widen our Weezer world. Yes, thank you. I already added um, Midtown and Deftones to my Spotify. Um, and maybe I'll throw in a little Chipmunks later onto a and special nerdcore. Jameson mix. And I made a mental note to look up Nerdcore, and I can't wait to uh, make fun of you about it later. <laughs> so It's okay. You can make fun about it, but they're my friends, so I don't care. I... Shout out one up! Woo woo! <laughs> can we have um, a nerdcore rapper on the show one time? Like, that would be so cool to have a nerdcore rapper come rap about Weezer on our show. I can see what I can do. That would be awesome. And I, I want to, like, I don't know. 
maybe we do start a nerdcore podcast because I need to know like everything about it. And I want to interview <laughs> nerdcore rappers already. Like I already have questions. So many questions. <laughs> oh, like do they wear special outfits? Sometimes. Do they... Okay. Like Mario outfits and and like have actual like music videos and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I I'm into it. I can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. They're great, and they're actual good people. So. Well, I mean, aren't all nerds usually good people? And no, that's use a their lie. for evil. No, like, not all nerds are like, created equal. No. Like the bad, you know, whatchamacallits, hackers. I don't know. Those are bad ones. Bad nerds. D- don't say that out loud. They will find you. <laughs> right. Oh, no, we'll get on their list. Just you will. I I'm not hackers. hackers. I love you. Don't. Although, <laughs> if you want to hack, if you're gonna hack me, just take away my student loans. That's all I ask. Just, just, just do it. You know that they're gonna make your they're student loans like more. Your student loans. Alrighty. Let's bring it home. <laughs> we so okay. derailed everything. I'm so sorry. That's my. It's no. my lava lamp. It's the lava lamp. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for letting us in your garage. Um, thank you for all this wonderful information about you. covers. I had a great time. Thank you guys um, for coming. I'm go I can't listen wait. To some Weezer covers, yeah. and we'll talk to you soon. All righty. Thanks for having me. Until next time. All right. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. I can't help my feelings. I don't want to mind. Spare's got to get me because you're not my behind. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Amy for her garage. Thank you, Rick, for the sound. Um, Always. Next week, we're going to do your favorite song. Memories off of Hurley. Um, I you always say next week, but we do every two oh, weeks. Oh so gosh. please, listeners, don't expect it to be in a week. Every other week. But it is reflexive to say so because we will record it next week. True. The next show, we'll talk about memories. Rick doesn't like it. I like it. It'll be a good one. Juliet's Tune on in. the garage tip. I don't know. We'll give you some more news and interesting tidbits. Find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, we are Weezer. Um, and then you can email us at weareweezerforever at gmail.com. It's a good time to be a Weezer fan. Lots of content, lots of activity. Oh my gosh. And we will continue to cover it. Yes. And opine wildly and indiscriminately. And a shout out to everybody that listens. We really appreciate it. And, uh, actually starting to get some really awesome interaction and fans these days so it's really cool and we appreciate it the group is growing and we truly appreciate it because this is absolutely for funsies it's for the love of weezer Uh, the aspirations for the show at this point go no further than man we love weezer and we want to tell you all about it yeah so thank you for taking the time to listen to us 
Yes. Uh, we hope you enjoy the content. If you guys have any suggestions or questions or desires or criticisms, feel free to contact us and let us know. Oh. And we'll uh, steer the ship in, in good directions for you. I put on the website, you can vote for our mini sew titles. Um, or if you got something better, send me it via email. Um, yeah. And for you guys out there who may not know exactly, the, the mini sewed thing internally is how we refer to the episodes that aren't main episodes so when we get all uh, uh, titter about a new album release or we're reacting to something specific we don't know what to call those shows and we're looking for a name and i think internally we've given up (laughs) i just yeah we're gonna vote it's gonna happen um there's the michael and carly ongoing project that's there and yeah, I forget what else, but check it out. No more Pacific Daydream Countdown, because it's here! It's here, and we'll be talking about that, too. We'll be peppering in some episodes about the the record itself and oh. songs from it. Oh, because it so I think much. our opinions are going to grow and change. I was listening back to the previous shows and thinking about some of the things I said about some of the songs, and I'm like, I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite, because I've completely reversed, and uh, I can't wait to get into the album more, because I really, really love it. You know, you wouldn't be a Weezer fan if you didn't change your mind about how you feel about their songs at some point. Exactly. (laughs) Weezer fans are just as temperamental and uh, uh, ephemeral as the band themselves. (laughs) About their own music. Exactly. But as always, we are Weezer and you are too. Until next time. Adios, guys. Adios. I like Weezer.